Hello, this is Larry with Calis Department of Emergency Management. In a series of podcasts over the next few weeks, we're going to be looking at some specifics related to holiday safety. On today's show, we'll be discussing mental health and mental health preparedness with Laura Eastwick, Director of Wellness and Recovery Center and Crisis Services at Columbia Wellness, after this word from our sponsor. Taking care of your mental health is just as important as your physical health. At Columbia Wellness, we offer behavior health care for all ages. From telehealth counseling to inpatient addiction care, we offer the level of support your mind needs. Don't wait to enjoy life again. Give us a call at 360-423-0203. At Columbia Wellness, your wellness is our passion. Welcome back. This is Larry with Callis County Emergency Management. And as I indicated before the break, we are happy to have with us today, Laura Eastwick with Columbia Wellness. Laura, thanks for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. So Laura, as I tell people from across our country, you know, fall and winter here in Callis County can be an amazing time of year. You know, the leaves are turning color and add to our natural beauty. We've got hunters out hunting. We've got shoppers out shopping. Families are gathering for the holidays, and there's really a buzz. However, I know from my own personal experience that there's a number of people that may currently find themselves not as optimistic as I might be right now. Kind of like the Michael Jackson song, Man in the Mirror, um, similar to mental health and worrying about others, um, before we concern ourselves about others, maybe we should take a look in the mirror and uh, do a little self-evaluation. And what is it? What might that look like? Sure, yes. It's very important to be aware of your own mental well-being before concerning yourself with that of others. Uh, As they say, you can't um, fill others' cups from an empty cup. So... What I would recommend is really being aware of your body. Your body can tell you a lot about how you're doing. Your body holds stress. It holds tension. It feels pain. Um, You know, we rely on it to tell us if we need to eat or drink. So we can also rely on it to tell us when um, maybe we're missing out on some self-care that we should be doing or if we're feeling overwhelmed by a situation and maybe need to take some steps to maybe ground ourselves a little bit um, and refocus on the present moment. Um, It's also really important to be aware that as human beings, 80% of our thoughts are negative and that's like the normal person has 80% negative thoughts and those thoughts can really impact how we're feeling. So being mindful of the thoughts that you're having, um, sometimes people have what we call automatic negative thoughts. So those thoughts that just come up for you when you're stressed out, when you're angry, um, and it might be things like, oh, I'm such an idiot, or um, God, I really hate myself for doing that thing. Um, But I want to encourage people to be kind to themselves. Notice when those thoughts are happening and try to reframe that. I'm really stressed out right now. I made a mistake. That's okay. I'm human. And when you're finding yourself to be really overwhelmed by a situation or an interaction, whatever may be happening for you, it's okay to take a break. 
it's okay to step away from that situation. Let the people around you know what you need and take a moment to yourself to do something that's going to bring you joy or relaxation. Um, one of the things that I really like to rec recommend to people is a, a DBT skill called Soothe with the Five Senses. And you literally just take your senses, your sight, your hearing, your taste, smell, touch, and you indulge in things um, that bring you comfort. So maybe looking at pictures of pleasant memories or watching a funny cat video or oh, somebody gave me the greatest uh, thing one time. They told me that they liked to put their blankets in the dryer all the blankets in their house they collect them up and put them in the dryer and then put them on the floor and just roll around in the warmth and coziness so taking moments to be present with yourself and with your needs and uh, bringing yourself comfort perfect so say that we do this evaluation and we've looked at ourselves and we're feeling pretty good about where we're at um would your inner circle be a good place to pay attention to instead of trying to change the world next oh yeah absolutely um i really admire people who have it in them to change the world but sometimes that brings its own stress and it's outside of our control so we definitely want to focus on the things that we are able to control um, and that would be ourselves and uh, the relationships that we are are putting our time and effort into uh, our inner circle, as you put it. And holidays are really a time for connection. So really, this is the time of year to take your focus and shift it towards that inner circle. But I also want to be uh, mindful that sometimes our inner, our inner circles, they're, they're not always the healthiest places. A lot of people have complicated family dynamics, perhaps um, are missing family members. And um, I also want to acknowledge that part of taking care of yourself so that you can take care of other people is is setting boundaries uh it is okay to set boundaries and um i was gonna share a, a personal story that's a little bit lighter and silly but you know holidays in my family when we all sit down at the dinner table for some reason uh poop comes up always <laughs> and um both my grandfather and my aunt have horrible gag reflexes and so they'll just start at the table and of course we're all rolling and i imagine this is why we always end up talking about it um but you know they have never set boundaries around it if one of them had come to me and said hey you know laura I really don't like it when this comes up. It makes me very uncomfortable. You know it makes me gag. Can you please not do that this year? I beg you. I would have to respect that, you know? Um, and it's okay to set those boundaries. I give you permission as a licensed clinical social worker. Set boundaries for yourself, um, whatever that might be. Um, reflect on the dynamics in your family. Reflect on the things that really... Um, that people might do that make you tick. Reflect on what you might do to make other people tick and set boundaries with yourself around doing that. Um, and you know what, too? If people don't respect those boundaries, you can also set limits with them and say, you know, I really ask you not to do this. It's really distressing to me. 
I'm going to leave now. Or if they're at your home, maybe I, I, it would really be better for me if you would just leave now. That's okay. That's a natural consequence to that person's behavior. You know, you, you talked about that. And one of the things um, in our conversation was doing this now instead of waiting for the holidays and the gatherings. Yes, yes. If you want to, you know, you're calling up people to say, hey, I'm doing Thanksgiving dinner this year. Oh, we're going to have a get together on Christmas Eve for everyone. Um, but Aunt Carol, I got to let you know, you you cannot bring up how you don't like Asian people. Like, that's really a not okay conversation in my household, and you are more than welcome to be here, but I can't have you talking about that with my family. Perfect. Thank you. So I know sometimes when people think they're helping me, they're actually doing just the opposite. So what is it that people should be looking for, and if they notice something significant, what should they do? (sighs) Holidays are a hard time. For people. Um, it may be a reminder of loved ones lost. It may be a reminder of a lack of connection. It may be a time when people who are already struggling with mental health issues are feeling like, I should be happy right now. Everyone's happy right now. What's wrong with me? Um, and I, I encourage you to reach out to your friends and family members if you notice them experiencing anything. And, you know, there are, of course, the more um, obvious signs that maybe somebody is contemplating suicide or harming themselves in some way. And those can be things like, you know, actually saying, I want to end my life um, or this is how I'd like to do it. But there are also more subtle things like just a sense of hopelessness, like, um gee, I really don't see the point of the holidays without my mom anymore. I don't know why God would take her away from me, but I just don't see the point if she's not here anymore. Or perhaps um, somebody, again, who maybe struggles with their mental health or feeling like that sense of, what's wrong with me? And they're like expressing my, you know, I really hate that I feel like a burden on my family because I'm not happy like everyone expects me to be. So there are those things that you can watch for those sort of buzzwords in the conversation, a sense of hopelessness, a sense of helplessness. But but mostly, you know, what you want to look for is is a change in behavior. Um, you know, isolating during the holiday season might be a normal adolescent behavior. Or it could be a sign that somebody is withdrawing from their natural supports because they're having thoughts about ending their life. And the difference is going to be, is is this a change in my loved one's behavior? Is this different than what I could usually expect? And when you want to address that with somebody, it's not an interrogation. You know, you don't want to be overly questioning them or making them feel like you're judging them. Our reaction is very important in those conversations. Suicide is serious, yes, and I know that that scares a lot of us, but the best way to support people who are experiencing those thoughts is giving them a safe place to talk about it. Reflect back what you're noticing. Express your willingness to be there for them as a support. If somebody shares that they're having suicidal thoughts, you know, 
don't sound all of the alarms engage in that conversation with them what's making you feel that way do you know I hear you and I also want you to know that I'm here for you and I want to support you how can I best support you through this what can we do together to help you feel better um and then of course it may be that uh that you do have to involve an outside party okay so so with that um we do this self-evaluation and uh, we find that we need some help or or we notice somebody else that needs help. How do we get that help? When you're in that moment of needing immediate support, there are several options. If you or your family member are just needing someone to talk to, I would recommend you could call 988. Uh, that is a new service. It's a new emergency service. Um, that has staff on the other line who can just talk to you about what your mental health needs are. Now, if you're living in Cowlitz County and you need uh, a friend or family member or yourself to, to really be assessed to figure out how worried do we need to be, how serious is this getting, you can always call the, the Cowlitz County Mobile Crisis Team at 360-425-6064. So that would be you've got a friend, family member expressing suicidal thoughts. Maybe you're having some suicidal thoughts and you can reach out to that line. Now, you also want to be aware that there are some situations that have surpassed um, the response of the mobile crisis team. So if you've got a family member who is at imminent risk of hurting themselves, they've got a knife in their hand, they have a gun in their hand, something really extreme like that, you call 911. That's the time to call 911. Okay. So the three numbers that I heard there were 988 um, and then 360 425 6064. And then last, the one that we all know, 911, but again, an emergency situation only. All right. Well, this has been very uh, enlightening and, and meaningful to me, and I appreciate this very much. Laura, is there anything that you would like to, to wrap this up with? Yes, I do want to just acknowledge that the best form of of uh, suicide prevention is in the name prevention i know that this year has been only this last couple of years really right have been really tough on all of us and um the number one reason that people complete suicide is financial and the holidays have a lot of financial expectations and that is just magnified this year because of the significant inflation that we have all experienced and the rising gas costs. So if you're finding that you um, or your friends or family members are needing assistance with with the holiday season, there are many incredible charitable organizations in our community. Um, the Salvation Army has their Angel Tree application open. So if you're worried about how to get your kiddos some gifts this year, uh, that is an option for you. 
Um, if you're worried about how you're going to put that dinner on the table, Salvation Army can also help you with that. There are um, multiple other food pantries in the area as well, including St. Vincent de Paul. Um, and there are also some additional services over at the South Kelso Neighborhood Association and the Three Rivers Mall. Um, there are several others that I have not mentioned here, uh, but those are some of the major players that I would recommend. Um, and I also want to encourage our folks out there in recovery from substance use disorder um, to be mindful of your addiction this holiday season. It might creep in there and there's support for you as well. The 1414 Club uh, has a, an array of of uh, meetings that you can go to throughout the day. I did not check their holiday schedule, so I would jump online and do that if you're needing some extra support this year. Well, thank you very much, Laura. I appreciate your time. And, and like you've mentioned, there are a lot of great agencies out there that are here to help support people. Um, if you don't know, ask. And uh, we very much appreciate what you do. And... Uh, uh, wish you a happy holiday season so thank you so much you as well thanks for joining us today